Our psalms today are Psalm 11 and Psalm 12, page 354 to page 355. And of course, we'll end with the intercession on page 590. Evening prayer starts on page 21. Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Father, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 11 and 12, ah, page 354 and 355. In the Lord put I my trust. How say ye then to my soul that she should flee as a bird unto the hill? For lo, the ungodly bend their bow, and make ready their arrows within the quiver, that they may privily shoot at them which are true of heart. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's seat is in heaven. His eyes consider the poor, and his eyelids try the children of men. The Lord approveth the righteous, but the ungodly and him that delighteth in wickedness Doth his, doth his soul abhor. Upon the ungodly he shall rain snares, fire and brimstone, storm and tempest. This shall be their portion to drink. For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness. His countenance will behold the thing that is just. Help me, Lord, for there is not one godly man left, for the faithful are minished from among the children of men. They talk of vanity, every one with his neighbor, but they do... They do but flatter with their lips, and dissemble in their double heart. The Lord shall root out all deceitful lips, and the tongue that speaketh proud things. Which have said, With our tongue will we prevail. We are they that ought to speak, who is Lord over us. Now for the comfortless trouble's sake of the needy, and because of the deep sighing of the poor, I will, 
I will upset the Lord and will help everyone from him that swelleth against him and will set him at rest. The words of the Lord are pure words, even as silver, which from the fire is tried and purified seven times in the fire. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. The ungodly walk on every side. When they are exalted, the children of men are put to rebuke. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of the book of Job. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered and said, If one attempts a word with you, will you become weary? But who can withhold himself from speaking? Surely you have instructed many, and you have strengthened weak hands. Your words have upheld him who was stumbling, and you have strengthened the feeble knees. But now it comes upon you, and you are weary. It touches you, and you are troubled. Is not your reverence your confidence, and the integrity of your ways your hope? Remember now, whoever perished being innocent, or where were the upright ever cut off? Even as I have seen, those who plow iniquity and sow trouble reap the same. By the blast of God they perish, and by the breath of his anger they are consumed. The roaring of the lion, the voice of the fierce lion, and the teeth of the young lions are broken. The old lion perishes for lack of prey, and the cubs of the lioness are scattered. Now a word was secretly brought to me, and my ear received a whisper of it. In disquieting thoughts from the visions of the night, when deep sleep falls on men, fear came upon me in trembling, which made all my bones shake. Then a spirit passed before my face, the hair on my body stood up. It stood still, but I could not discern its appearance. A form was before my eyes. There was silence. Then I heard a voice saying, can a mortal be more righteous than God? Can a man be more pure than his Maker? If he puts no trust in his servants, if he charges his angels with error, how much more those who dwell in houses of clay, whose foundation is in the dust, who are crushed before a moth? They are broken in pieces from morning till evening. They perish forever with no one regarding. Does not their own excellence go away? They die even without wisdom. Here ended the first lesson. Together Magnificat on page 26. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. And he has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourteenth verse of the twelfth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. 
Then the Pharisees went out and plotted against him, how they might destroy him. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew from there, and great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. Yet he warned them not to make him known, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Behold, my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved in whom my soul is well pleased, I will put my spirit upon him, and he will declare justice to the Gentiles. He will not quarrel nor cry out, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and smoking flax he will not quench, till he sends forth justice to victory, and in his name Gentiles will trust. Then one was brought to him who was demon-possessed, blind and mute, and he healed him, so that the blind and mute man both spoke and saw, and all the multitudes were amazed and said, Could this be the son of David? Now when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods, unless he first binds the strong man? and then he will plunder his house. He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters abroad. Here endeth the second lesson. Together Nuke Demitus on page 28. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is Thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not Thy Holy Spirit from us. 
Lord, we pray thee that thy grace may always prevent and follow us, and make us continually to be given to all good works, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy, own, thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. Got some uh, thoughts about our passages tonight. And it's good to be here with you. I should say that too. So in Job, we see, um, this is where sometimes it seems like the book gets a little bit long, but we're going to see three cycles of speeches given by Job and his three friends. And um, Job was the first to break long. Remember, they sat in silence for seven days and he broke the silence, which we read about um, I think yesterday when he, and one of the things he said on verse seven was what I fear has come upon me. And so that was something he did fear. And so the theme of this, of Elihu's speech, and, or excuse me, Eliphaz's speech is, um, uh, it's, it's like, when I think of it, I think of with friends like Eliphaz who needs enemies, but um, this, the, the axiom or his, the, the basis of his speech is the righteous will prosper and the wicked will suffer. So if Job is suffering, there must be some wicked we have to find because there's no way that God would um, allow the, the righteous to suffer. And so this doesn't always hold up in our experience. So, you know, we know that if we plant a seed, we will gather or sow what, what we've planted. But that's not in everything in life. Sometimes the uh, righteous suffer. Sometimes the uh, unrighteous seem like they're doing very, very well. And that's been... Um, one of the questions of all times, one of the great books in the early 1900s was, why do bad things happen to good people? A famous rabbi wrote that. And so the um, conclusion of Eliphaz's revelation to his friend Job was that he suffered because he wasn't holy enough or righteous enough, and he just had to figure out what it is he had to undo. So it's kind of interesting that that's the theme. Uh, we see that this started, in, and it's a uh, basis of part of what the belief of the Jewish people is, because the Pharisees believed the same thing. They believed that their righteousness and was shown by their richness and the respect, and and so they were all about themselves. And so Jesus comes along and he's, he's showing a whole different thing that's going on. So one of the interesting verses in Matthew is is verse 15 where it says he healed them all. And in all of the Old Testament history, there were healings, but there was never a time anybody ex uh, exhibited that, that kind of extensive healing power. So physical healings were rare in the Old Testament, but Christ chose to display his deity. And that was the message, that he was God. He had power over Satan. He had power over the world, power over sickness, power over death. And um, so he showed that by healing, raising the dead, and liberating people from demons. And it not only showed his power... Um, over all these things, but it also shows God, God's compassion for people and those affected by sin. So, of course, the Pharisees couldn't stand it, and, um, and they're going to respond to this. So um, some of the people didn't have a lack of faith. They just had a lack of understanding of the purpose of Jesus. And so they try to push him in what they want to be. 
And we see in verse 18, it says, Behold my servant. And um, that's quoted from Isaiah. And it's used to demonstrate uh, that the Messiah would not arrive with like a political agenda or military campaigns. He wouldn't be great fanfare, but with gentleness and meekness and declaring the righteousness even to the Gentiles, which is where he went to heal. So Jesus does good and the world calls it bad. And we see the same kind of thing now where the world calls bad good and good bad. And uh, we have to decide if we're going to continue in the good instead of the bad. So the physical proof, it's, well, the, first off, the Pharisees declared that Jesus was from Satan when exactly the opposite was true. And they knew it. They knew it. They were just trying to beat him. The physical proof is before them. Jesus had power over the world, the flesh, and the devil, but they could not see him for who he was, even though he stood right in front of their face. So the message of Jesus uh, to them and to all of us is that we are not holy enough by our own works and that we need him. And that's something for us always to remember, that without Jesus, uh, we don't have a chance here. So we need to remember it's not by our own doings our own power by horses or alliances or anything it's it's by uh the mercy and glory of god that we that we do survive and, and move into our telos which is the fulfillment of the kingdom of god let's continue with the intercession on page 590 and accept o lord our intercessions for all mankind let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations and may as many as have received it live as becomes it be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. It's good to be with you tonight. Thank you, Jill and Robert, my co-leaders, and uh, we got through this together. God bless all of you. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Have Thank a good night, so everybody. Thank you, everyone. Have a good evening.